Hello, this is Andrew Frost, the Andrew Frost Podcast. This is a random recording. I'm going to do a few of these once in a while because I've got perspectives that I'd like to share, but also I want to do some reflections on the podcast and how it's going. I want to thank Kaylee for being the first person that I recorded, her putting her story out there. I think is uh, one powerful story, but two, also really important. And it takes a person with courage to be able to share their story about ending up in the assistant principal's office. And then obviously, I want to thank Barry Long. What a great story as well. But uh, also, I, I hope everyone appreciates what these two have offered, uh, not only me, but also uh, the world. So, thank you. Today's podcast is actually going to be about telling my story from a different perspective. I happen to be at Seven Seas Brewery um, a few years back, and this man comes up to me and says, hey, you, you changed my life. And I was like, I don't know who you are, but you just said I changed your life. There, there has to be a story there. So then he said, you know, Mike, I end up with throat cancer. And I thought, okay, throat cancer? And thankfully, the doctors caught it early, but my attitude was about how do I make sure my attitude is going to be right? A few years ago, my son comes home and tells your story. And so the story was that I was asked to speak at senior night, the, 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 the last assembly before seniors are actually never coming back to high school. And so I was asked to, to be the speaker. So I walked up there and I said, hey, I, um, you, you were going to live a life filled with ups and downs, moments that are dark, moments that are really special. And for me, um, my, my darkest moment was actually having brain surgery due to epilepsy. So I was properly, finally diagnosed with the, the correct diagnosis of, of an epileptic condition that they said, hey, the doctors at University of Washington Medical Center, Thank goodness for them. They're the ones who said, hey, you can actually become cured of epilepsy. And therefore, I can have surgery. Dr. Ogerman, um was the one who performed the surgery. And it was going to be a 12 to 13 day like visit. So I was going to be there for a long time. As I remember sitting in my bed thinking, I'm going to own my room. I'm going to own my, my space here. So when anyone comes in to visit me, whether it's a nurse, doctor, or a friend or family member, it's like, hey, welcome to my room. And the first time I said this, the nurse said, no, 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 that's my job. It's no, this, this is my room. It's, that's my job to welcome you into my room. And so because of that, the nurses were wonderful. They took care of me. They were exceptional. And I know they do it for everyone, but I kind of like to think that they did it more special because the way I addressed them. And of course, the surgery, there was two surgeries. The first one was mapping the brain and finding out where the epilepsy seizures are coming from and making sure that it doesn't overlap with the speech and language centers that are in the temporal lobe. And the temporal lobe is just above your ear on the side of your skull on both sides. So they did surgery on the left temporal lobe. And then they were able to like map it. So that was surgery number one. So imagine a wire mesh on top of your brain. And then that wire mesh is corresponds to this 
control center where they were able to read all of my brain waves on every part of the parietal or excuse me, terminal lobe. And anyway, um, so what happened was I was removed from medication. I had seizures after seizure. They were able to track it, find everything. And then surgery number two was the removal of that part of the brain. I'll never forget this. I literally was under medication and they woke me up because they wanted to make sure they removed the proper part of the brain. And they did, and then they vacuum sucked the brain matter out of my brain that was causing the seizures. So fast forward, they put the school cap back on. The grad student who was, I'm sure, a <laughs> the guy was very confident, but he was the one who stitched up my skull uh, and my, my scalp to uh, make me whole again. What was crazy is after that, I had no more seizures. So I've been seizure-free since 1998. It was June 18th was that second surgery. So because of that, I was able to live a, a better life. And I remember that perspective of saying, you know what? Life is better with this, without seizures. And it gave me a new appreciation Owning my attitude, owning the room was important. And therefore, I started saying, hey, have a glorious day. And because of Todd Davis, counselor at Giggard High School, I now say, make it a glorious day because he's right. Your attitude is all about ownership. And because of you, Todd, I appreciate that. And then when I told students at the assembly, at the very end of it, it's like, that is why I say, have a glorious day. That father heard that story and it triggered something where when he was having surgery and, and the idea of, of going through cancer treatments, he owned his attitude and because of that, he came out okay. He came out healthy and for him to tell me, you impacted my life, I was really stunned and I really did appreciate it. So shout out to whoever you are but I remember that day was impactful. I hope you enjoyed this quick story about attitude and ownership because I do believe that we all have moments where we can overcome and we must own our attitude because the, the alternative is this, that we let the circumstance dictate our lives and we live a crappy life, a crappy existence and feel horrible and feel like a victim. And I don't want to ever be a victim. After all, you, own, you have your life, you own it, and make it happen. So thank you for listening. This is the Andrew Frost Podcast.